All right, so um, I am here with a very special guest, a friend of a friend, um, Goose, and uh, we are here to just kind of sit down and talk about your journey, um, what you've been doing, where you've come from, and uh, where where you're looking to go. So, if you will, um, just tell us. <laughs> here is good. Yeah, um, just tell us a, a little bit about your story and um, whatever you want to share. I, I always like to say I'm not gonna press anyone to you know give the over you know over explaining or anything like that. But I do think any important points or anything that means anything to you, um, I definitely uh, hope you you'll share with us. So yes, let's welcome. Hope. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's hope. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yes, indeed. So. How do you want to open up? Um, You can start. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's all about you. And um, we can start with you getting a little closer. Even closer? A little bit closer. Yeah, because it's it's all about the volume. Yeah. But also, um, we can start wherever you feel comfortable starting and wherever you feel like is going to uh, kind of narrate and tell your story best. So, yeah, let's start there. Um, well, this is a thick book that we have to go through if we're going to go through like the story of again qualifying moments and in a way you know whatever, whatever moves you, whatever takes um, you, and whatever you feel good about. Let's start with the most recent. Okay. Uh, I just got back from Vietnam. Oh. Uh, did five years. Okay. I said it. I said it like it's a prison. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I, I. Okay. So like in 2017. Um. Excuse me. Let's dial it back a little bit. 2015. My mom passed. Uh, mm. She had an aneurysm. Okay. What are you sorry for? Did you kill her? No, I'm sorry because I've lost my mother as well, and I think parental loss is um, very serious. It's life. So we all have it is life, it. but I am. Um, I'm always putting out the condolences. I appreciate your sympathy. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. But it's something that we all have to go through. Right. Uh, and I, I grew to realize that we all have to meet that fate, mm. and um, that's just something you got to do. Yeah. And so there isn't for me. There's no sorry. When people say okay, sorry, I right. feel like I don't want you to feel sorry that I had a loss. Mm. I'm glad that you know she transitioned into a new spot. She mm. had her life on Earth, and mm. that was her time. Mm-hmm. And so she moved on. And that's um, really strong of you. I will say that that's super strong of you. I don't think that's the um, the common consensus uh, no. by no means. But but I I, um, I respect it a lot. I think it's super strong of you. And I am still sorry. Despite <laughs> how I am, because I I know it's 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 different and it hits a lot of people different it ways. Does, it does. But yeah, it, it yeah. hit me super hard. It changed my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, 2015, my mom passed. I took it hard. Um, the night that she passed, I, I I'm very affectionate. I'm very like a family person. Mm-hmm. So every night I tell my mom a good night. I love you. I kiss her. You know, hug her or whatever like that. Same for my mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, this particular night, I did. I went out mm-hmm. with some friends. We went out to have, uh, went to a party, and I came back home. And the next morning, I was awoken by this episode or this this trauma um, right. that now is a part of my life and that has molded me. So, um, small message: I just want to say to everybody out there that's listening, if you have somebody that you love, if you have somebody that you think about, tell them how you feel, be honest with them, be open with them, because you never know when that time is going to come so i want you to be as embrace embracing while they're here as possible mm-hmm. because once they're gone you can't get them back and uh you don't want to live with that regret yeah um on a lighter note right because i was like <laughs> that's one of the most realest things i have heard in a long time so yes on a lighter note no doubt <laughs> please uh, because i've been spreading like super positive energy on my yes. ig and shit like that lately yes. so i want to keep yes. it light no yes yes um, so my mom always wanted to go to Paris. Mm. She always had that dream. And when she met her face, she didn't get the opportunity to. Okay. So I thought it would be cool to spend my birthday in Paris for her. So I did that. I booked a trip. Uh, I was supposed to be going three months. It was supposed to be three months. <laughs> okay. Three months. Uh. And I was supposed to be back because I was working with a good friend of mine, Sean Kelly. I was managing him. And he's, okay. he's a cinematographer. So... I told him, look, three months, dude, I just need to take a break, <laughs> go explore the world, relax my shoulders, uh-huh. kick my feet up for a bit. Mm. Um, <clears throat> went out. The first place I went to was Denmark, Copenhagen. Uh, did France, Amsterdam, Germany, uh, Switzerland, Belgium, uh, Netherlands, which wow. is Amsterdam. Um, 
And did I say France? I, I don't know because I couldn't keep up. I probably said this France. is a yeah. This and is a catalog. <laughs> well, that's half. Oh. And then, <laughs> and then, Light flex. <laughs> and then from there, not at all. And I encourage everybody to go travel. Please stop buying rims yes. and Jordans and go travel. Yes, and stop buying domestic flights and Please, go travel. Go travel. Yeah. Miami yes. will be here. Right, it will always be here. Go well, travel. I mean, no, with South the Beach levels, is there. Right. Go it's travel. There, stop going enough. to the KOD. There's more hey, than that. Hey, there you go. Sorry, now I'm taking shots. No, no, I will take shots with you. I we're like we're one of the same, and we're gonna take a shot and a shot. Let's do it. Double entendres. I love those as well. Cheers, cheers to literature. Cheers. My, my worst subject <laughs> happened to be everything that I lean upon now as an artist. You know, that's something that happens. I, I'm just a little segue as you pour your shot. Um, I I failed business class and and um accounting and all of that and the funniest ironic moment is that i i spent eight years uh making a career in accounting and wow. it's something that i could not even pass what what yeah. what happened what, well what what happened was i was pursuing a psychology degree all of my degrees mm-hmm. um and that's the job that paid well oh never yeah. changed the money yeah so so, well, well, here's the thing, though. I wasn't chasing it as much as I was maintaining my lifestyle. I was working full-time and going to school full-time. Okay. So, yeah, it was more on a sense of I can't believe I ended up landing an accounting position and, and I couldn't even pass the class in college. Right on. But it's amazing. So let's cheers to that. Fate, right? Cheers to Actual your... Actual cheers. Right. <laughs> and cheers. Oh, cheers. and cheers. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. That culture, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. That culture mm-hmm. ruined the sofa for a bit. Are you going to tell Jay about that? Mm. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Confessions. Bro. We have confessions for Jay allowing oui? us to use his room. Yeah, oui? my confession is I <laughs> I may have uh, dampened his um, stash with the tequila. And your confession is you may have dampened his couch with the tequila. Again, the tequila. Hey, we're, you're ruling out a very important factor. Which one? And that's quantity. <laughs> that stash is soaked. This sofa has a drip. <laughs> <laughs> but the stash is soaked with something that could possibly make it even better. You you know? Smoke some tequila. Yes, yes. Okay. We do it in hookahs. Uh, why not? Coming okay. from the non-smoker, <laughs> I'm done shooting shots. So, <laughs> so you say <laughs> for now. Um, so mm-hmm. where were we? I was uh, uh, I lost about the my travel? mom. Yeah, I traveled. Yes. I, I booked it yes. um, to go to Paris for my mom. So did Europe. Mm-hmm. Europe was okay i'm not gonna mm. say anything negative about it because we're being positive yes your europe reminded me a little bit about or a little bit of america okay in a sense. especially okay. london i'll say that yes germany france Amsterdam, netherlands all this like everywhere else was okay it had a little culture but london mm. was america 2.0 for me my best friend said the same but go ahead that's it right yeah i, I feel like like literally the only thing that changes is the accent People start talking like this and riding double decker buses. Mm. Then that's what it is. It's like, oh, you're you're from London. You really did that well, though. You clearly, you clearly was there because you did it well. Thank you. <laughs> nah, shout out to my boy Poulet, man. Uh, mm. Super, super dope, talented, mm-hmm. creative mm-hmm. artist and and actor. We we shoot the shit a lot and we do. Mm. We try to play with accents and, oh. and stuff like that. So, well, y'all do it well. Thank you. For um, sure. So did that and and always wanted to travel to Southeast Asia or Asia mm-hmm. in general. Okay. You know, I, I have a big crush on japan and japanese culture oh awesome um so i booked half of my trip there too sure i did malaysia i did Mm -hmm. uh i skipped singapore i don't know why did malaysia thailand cambodia Mm -hmm. uh vietnam uh philippines japan didn't get to korea either Mm. Um, and if i may interject from those you may have already been going on this but i got mm-hmm. so excited that i had to ask of my uh as an asian you know in my asian inquiry of those that you just listed what was your favorite place that you visited europe or asia within asia the the within a- asia yeah oh, within okay. asia um, the i'd have to you- say the philippines confidently oh nice confidently okay yeah i think they were like Unbeknownst to the rest of the world and the rest of the Asian community, mm. Philippines are like they're black people. They're the black Asians. I, I say That's this all so the time. Funny. They're you the know black what's crazy? of Asia. I Yo, swear. you. So what's so funny is, and I have to interject on this because mm-hmm. what's really funny is Asians say that, really? and black people who know Asians say that. 
Because we all know that Filipinos are the blackest of Asians, and they slick be more black than black people, to be real with you. Like, <laughs> no, and truly, and, and, and I have a really close um, uh, friend that's Filipino. We met each other when we was, like, right out of high school, our first job out of high school. And, and um, what's really funny is because of, I guess, uh, I don't know, like, my myself and my mother, how we... I don't know that is that we're not afraid of the sun or as much as we take well to the sun because they always guessed that she was Filipino and my mother is fully Korean. Really? Yes, yes. So she's she... full Korean and, and she was not afraid to tan and I said that and I meant it specifically. Um, it might have sound like a shot. It wasn't a <laughs> shot as much as it was the truth that um, if anyone knows, uh, Koreans, they, they uh, take more liking to European lifestyle they want to be pale they don't want to have that pointy nose and they think that's the thing and and that is what it is but i will also say that um i think that a part of it was that not only did my mother not like subscribe to that type of lifestyle um and nor myself but i think it was something like embedded in us where when people guess my race they guess filipino Mm. hispanic and the last thing they guess is Korean and black. Mm-hmm. Unless unless they're military. So I think that's really cool <laughs> that you said that because, um, like I said, I, I have probably at least one person I know from every um, Asian country or place or whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. And um, Filipino is always what people guess first as far as my race as well as my mother's race if they look at pictures and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's yeah. a tan. Yeah, it's the it's tan, tan and how well you, but it's how well you retain it and how well you're accepted to it. Because For sure. let's be clear, they be having a sun umbrella. Like they do, but the, <laughs> the the latter in my book doesn't like it doesn't matter, right? Like there's there's white. I've seen some pale people. I've seen some vampires. Like they they have this tint that almost looks blue. blue. And it's like, yeah. you need sun. I don't know why you're hiding. Yeah. I don't know where you're you running. You need your vitamin D, boo-boo. You need that. Yeah. Um, yeah. In both forms. Yes. Cool. Like, again, <laughs> the entendre. Here we go. <laughs> and then there's like, there's that chocolate melanin too mm-hmm. that gets that purple tint too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have all spectrums Extremist. of, yeah. you know, color. And I yeah. think that, you know color and skin form and human form should be mm-hmm. accepted no matter what mm. because that's something that we just definitely can't change right right we, we were born like this if someone was born a certain way hey that's them and you should accept them for mm. that um mm-hmm. so we, we traveled through europe we traveled through asia and i actually got stuck um in in vietnam mm-hmm. unbeknownst to most people Ooh, i didn't choose to stay stuck. there okay stuck Mm-hmm. Stuck. Well, not stuck. It's not like I've been locked up abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I was stuck there. Mm-hmm. So, so let me give you the, the story. Okay. So I, I put out a beacon for, for my friends to kind of meet me throughout my travels. Right. Whether it was Europe or Asia, right? Mm-hmm. And the only response I got was from my uncle and my father, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was weird. Okay. And they met me in Thailand. Mm-hmm. And we had... I think that's the closest I've ever gotten with either of them. That's beautiful. And I'm still getting closer over the years, but mm-hmm. just that initial trip, that initial meet in a totally different country, right. we, we explored something that neither of the three of us kind of knew about each other. Yes. And we opened Pandora's box, and Pandora's mm-hmm. box had a lot of little toys inside, mm-hmm. and we had fun. Mm-hmm. I'd say that. <clears throat> So, <laughs> after Thailand, uh, we traveled to Cambodia, which mm-hmm. my uncle went back to the States, came back here. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad continued to travel with me to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. When we were in Vietnam, we were supposed to go to the Philippines next. From my trip that I had planned out. Right. Philippines was the, was the next stop. Right. When I got to the airport, uh, Saigon um, Airport, it was a ton San Nat. Yet, mm-hmm. sorry, my my it's been you know two three months, no, so I'm that's losing an cool accent. Of you. Look at you. Anyway, um, okay. so we got to the airport. I handed in my passport. I handed in my boarding my boarding pass. My ticket. Everything is good on my mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. And the receptionist or the flight lady that was working the airline, she looked at me, looked at the tickets, mm-hmm. looked at me again, and mm-hmm. had this face that I could never forget. And she said, "Hey, I can't let you to the Philippines." Mm-hmm. That same expression. I was like. What do you go mean? Right, like, mm. I'm ready to go. I bought right, my ticket. Right, right, right. I got my passport. Right. I'm ready to go. 
Yeah. What's the move? She said, nah, I can't leave you there. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, what's what's the matter? Like, uh, am I on like a no-fly list? What's going on? Uh-huh. I, I didn't do anything. Yeah. She's like, okay, so in order to go to the Philippines, you need to have a departing flight from the Philippines. Ah. Oh, they won't has, let you just stay there. Mm, and I didn't know that. And sometimes when I book, because um, I'm, I'm a cheap flyer, so I will say this real quick. Uh, when I book one-way flights, because I fly so cheap and I piece my flights together I've seen that uh, warning mm. but I never looked at it because I was like well I know that I'm piecing my flight together so I'm good on it mm. but that's a really good point that you make because I always wondered why do they flag me when I do that because I'm like well obviously I'm booking a bunch of one ways right. like why, why, why do y'all care <laughs> right. but no that makes a lot of sense because yeah. they need to know and they need to see it or they need to see a visa or they need to see a work visa or mm-hmm. they need to see something mm-hmm. so no that's a really really good point and, I didn't and have it sucks either. that you know and it sucks that you had to experience it that way because i would have never even thought about that mm. you know what i'm saying like because i would have been like well obviously i'm gonna go back to the states at some point right but the fact that they're saying no we need a flight locked in mm-hmm. you know and it'll be like well if you're backpacking and you don't have a flight locked in but you have intentions to go home and they're like fuck your intentions absolutely <laughs> fuck your intentions <laughs> if you don't have a booked something it's a wrap. Your trip's you know? over. Yeah, yeah, your trip's over. Or you're staying here. <laughs> right, exactly. And yeah. so I, I chose yeah, to stay. Yeah, um, yeah. okay. I stayed in Vietnam. I wow. looked at my dad and I was like, hey, I think this is for a reason. Uh-huh. I think I'm, uh, I believe in things happening for a reason. Right. I believe in meeting people for a reason. Absolutely. Even negative situations that happen, I think they happen same. for a reason. So, yep, same. You know, I rolled with the punches and I told my dad, I was like, hey, I'm going to stay here. Uh-huh. I'm going to just ride it out and see what happens. Uh-huh. I can always come home. Um, Went back to the hostel and told the guy, what's up? And I was like, yo, I need this room some more. Yeah. And whatever like that. Uh, ended up working with him at a bar. Yeah. Because he, he was the owner of a bar, so I helped him with his bar establishment. Right. Um, it was two bars, actually, I was working at. From working there, helping him with the day-to-day, I met most of the expats in Saigon. And that's the truth. So from that little blip of time that I spent working with him mm-hmm. has opened up so many other doors just from the basis of people knowing me and my character. Yes. So like I, I worked as a bartender mm-hmm. and a bouncer. Mm-hmm. Two things I, ne- I wanted to do but never would thought I would do it uh, abroad. Right, right, right. right abroad. I was like I, I always wanted to make drinks for people <laughs> and be behind the bar and be that guy you know and I always wanted to be the guy at the door too because I Right. Th- there was always the bouncer that checked me for no fucking right, reason. Right, 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 right. And I'm like, dude, now like, I, what the f- now I get to be him. So I understand what they mm-hmm. go through. You got mm-hmm. a lot of drunk motherfuckers coming in. Can we cuss? Can we cuss? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. for sure. Right. Yeah. And, you know, my public is. I put the explicit <laughs> on the podcast early on, you know, because because we know how we work. I didn't want my uh, I didn't want my publicist to you know dig in my back pockets about this shit. Anyway, mm-hmm. so. Um, there's always a drunk motherfucker there. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I learned that they're enjoying themselves. Yes. They're just having the night of their time, a time of their life. Yes. They're with their friends or birthday or whatever. Let them do them. Right. You know, and it, it's based on me what I do next. Yes. That either turns it up or turns it down. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And in, in, in Saigon, the population obviously 97% Vietnamese in our mm-hmm. expat community deal mm-hmm. most of the people were French oh okay I wouldn't have expected that so check it with the French people though mm-hmm. very cool people mm-hmm. they can be a little rude when you come to their country yes okay so wait can we, let's, let's do a little sidebar a little with segue. that a little segue okay um, okay okay so the French okay so I know oh okay I don't know but I, I've seen that the French can and be rude or come off as rude because they are unapologetic. And if we were to have to say unapologetic, they are the unapologetic of the unapologetic. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they, they just are themselves. They embrace that shit. Right. They're not intending to be rude. To your point, what you were saying. Hopefully uh, not. I mean, right? Hopefully not. Yeah, yeah. And and that was just my experience because I've had at French clients. I've had French, you know, uh, patients in the sense of when I was working in the um, the, the field uh, where I was having patients, and it's almost like 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 they 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 have an air about them for sure, mm. without a doubt. Mm. But I think that when I say 
you know, they're not intentionally being rude. I think that, um, I don't know if it's a 50-50. I like to be on percentages, but I, I'm really not familiar for the French if this is true or not. I would like to say it's a 50-50. Mm. That, like, the, it's not intentional as much as it's just, like, the culture and, 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 and what they know. And they're saying, like, hey, our culture is different than yours. Mm. You know, we're not imposing anything on you as much as we also don't um, 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 succumb to the American culture sure. so it's not to be taken as offensively as much as it's like they are just a-okay with being French as fuck <laughs> with no apologies I don't care about right. your, I don't you care, care about that right, 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 right. Like, I don't care I do not care <laughs> exactly. but that's a little Nigerian <laughs> It's a little bit of both. No, no, that was actually that was really good. It's a little I bit of both. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, think I that's heard that's South it more. African though. And I hey, listen, no, I, I hear so many accents. Being too hard on myself. I do think you're being too hard on yourself. <laughs> but also, I hear too many accents because let me tell you a good little secret gem that I wanted to save till later, but here it is now. Jeez, you can't wait. Okay, huh? I can't just can't wait. I just can't fucking wait. Yeah, impatient as fuck, but. Um, um, my cousin uh, on my mother's side, who's Korean, she uh, she lives in London, and and she has a uh, I don't know what you call this, but um, a London husband. What do you call this? Like Englishman. A, a Englishman, right? She a married good old an Englishman, chap. right? A good old chap. <laughs> and and she. So what's funny is before she met him, even um, she's a she's a writer. I think she's a food critic. Okay. And so she was already living in London. So if you can imagine this, I'm sure you can wrap your head around it. Okay. She has a Korean London accent. That's difficult. It's deep. It's deep. It is difficult. I'm not even sure how but to say she, that. <laughs> right. And she sounds amazing to me. When I tell you, like, she is my cousin and in my head, she's cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like... You know, she's the translator for the whole entire family. Right. Um, you know, for our <laughs> Korean side. She is, uh, you know, living in London. And she travels back and forth from Korea to London. And how I finally met her, because we only met in adulthood. I've mm. never met anyone on my mother's side of the family. Um, you know, they're all in Korea and they're all very traditional. So my mother would go back. Um, but at the time, we were too young. And, you know, she passed and all of that. So... Our way of meeting family meant we go to Korea or they come here. Mm-hmm. And then and um, my sister, I'm pressing her to come with me to Korea because I'm like, I'm going to Korea now. You know, passport on deck, everything on deck. Lovely. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, that my sister is uh, one of my best friends. But I was like, we can't waste any more time in life. So Natalie... If you do not come to Korea, I will fucking leave your ass. As much as I love you, I will leave your ass. You gotta keep it real. You got to keep it real. You gotta keep because it real. Because we only, couch uh, yeah, you get on the couch. But we're 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 only um we're only uh time is only passing. I don't even like to say like getting older, but like, time is only passing. And I know she understands that. I love her to death. Like I said, she's one of the closest. She is the closest person to me. Um, we're only three years apart. But that all being said. We planned to go to Korea when my mother was alive. Mm. We didn't, you know, we weren't able to make it. So now, that's where we're going. But back to my cherish family. the moments. Cherish the moments, right? Cherish the moments. Cherish it's true them. to the both of us. But yeah. Um. So I say all that to say, my cousin is cool as fuck to me. In my head, she is literally the coolest person on earth because, um, she. How I met her is she was merely couch surfing in the United States and happened to have cousins in the United States that she came to visit. Cousins being my sister and myself. As in, she was just fucking couch surfing regardless. You know, just for writing. Like, la, la, la. Yeah, just like, hey, I'm going on it's, it's actual website and you go to couch surfing and it's cheap as fuck. She stumbled upon yeah, you? She no, no, she stumbled upon the couch surfing website. Right. She knew she had cousins in the States. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So it was like I got a lot of respect for it and we already we are like I said, we already knew the connects. Um we had talked to family uh over the phone, but my mother would always translate and that's the transition that happened is that when my mother was always translating, um, we relied on her to translate. And we didn't even know that we needed to have a next person in line to translate. So when my cousin, and she's in our age cohort, um, she's a little bit older than me, but she's still in our age cohort. 
And so when she reached out to us and we all connected, it was it was even the more beautiful because it was like, yo, you are my blood, you are my cousin, and that's amazing. But more furthermore than that, it was like, oh, oh, you living in London. Oh, oh, you are right. Oh, 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 you you are fluent in 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 um English uh English for this English and, that's yeah, a language. English and and, and Korean. Uh, Korean. And and you live in London, and she grew the London accent. So can you just picture? This is the the most beautiful thing, and I'm actually gonna get her on the podcast too. That'll be awesome. Um, I like Amika. She yes, she's she's so amazing, and um, her name is Runa. Okay. And yeah, she's Hello, so amazing. Hello, Runa. Yes. Um, and she uh, the last time we all talked was uh, we did a, a a Zoom call, and funny enough, we all had the same hairstyle we all had this asian bun up top mm-hmm. didn't even know it and the glasses the older glasses looked the same it was crazy so she was showing us her flat because she was like you want to you want to tour my flat and i was like yes absolutely so absolutely. i'm going all the way off on a tangent but the point is um for the londoners and for all of that and i was just really excited that she truly lives in london um she has an englishman husband uh, Englishman <laughs> husband and um it's just beautiful and, and i love like culture and diversity and so back to your real story i'm so sorry to digress and <laughs> no then problem. Get, you're right 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 um so <laughs> Uh, back to Saigon, we were, we, right. were, we were talking about people mm-hmm. bouncing and bartending, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And that I was a bartender and a bouncer. And so I gained respect for these bouncers because I was one dealing with French people. Mm, yes, that's what we were talking about. Jesus, okay. 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 So back wait, to it. you said that like you were off track. Were you off track? No, no, I'm just excited that yeah, yeah, my <laughs> mind was off track. But yeah, I'm excited that you. we got back. You got back to it. You're right. I'm the anchor. You're the anchor gotcha. of the anchor because that is the platform that we use. Was, uh, funnily oh, really? enough, yeah, ironic. We should look at that. Irony. So Ironies coming. Right. Coming so, full circle. So uh, I, I bounced here for about like, you know, two, two, maybe not even two months. I'm going to, I was going to lie. I was going to say maybe four months, maybe double the time. Not lie, but stretch. That's it. I was going to stretch the truth for a little bit. So I was there for about four months. And uh, I, I really just wanted to like kind of help out. That's the person I am. Like mm-hmm. wherever I am, if I can help out, I help out. Sure. So I started helping him with the bouncing and whatnot, the day-to-day stuff. And uh, learned a business within a four-month period of time. But I also learned how to keep my patience Mm. so back to french people (laughs) when when they drink they it's like that's next level it's it's two different things Mm. and it it, it's i've seen people in this club Mm. speaking of the, the club is named broma holler at it if you're ever in saigon it's in it's in the district one area on Winway. It's like it's called Walking Street for tourists, but okay. it's Winway. Um so I was working at Broma and Lighthouse and I was bouncing at Lighthouse and working bartender at Broma mm-hmm. and Lighthouse, sorry, where I was bouncing, mm-hmm. I've seen people get into fights mm-hmm. coming out when like okay, obviously they're white people, right? Right. Wearing white shirts trying to look business fancy. <laughs> but they come out in the whole part this whole part where your chest hairs are supposed to go. Ooh. Red. Nose broken, bloody. Ooh. Because yeah. It's like that. When they drink, it's it's more, oh let's get to it. Which I like. Wow. If you're going to be about it, or talk about be it, about be about it. it. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I get that. I like I mean, it. I'm all, I'm, <laughs> that's how I was raised. But I've seen, they're the, were the realest in the city because you don't, you wouldn't talk about them, the mm-hmm. French people there. Um, not to say that they went around picking fights, mm. but if you said something, back it up. Because they're going to, they, hey, hey, you say something about me? Ah, you, yeah. you want to talk about right, me? Right, talking right, shit, right. ah? Yeah. Eh? And, and go for it. So yes. um, I've seen some, some, some crazy fights, which we don't have much because I was there. But I have seen some mm-hmm. when I'm not present. Mm-hmm. I see the aftermath of it. Right. Okay. So there will be the bartender come downstairs and get me. It's a, it's a, um, a five-story uh, establishment. Oh, so they'll come downstairs and get me because I work the door. I let people in. Okay. You know, and anytime there's a problem, they're like, yo, they go get, get him yeah. because everybody else is just going to fight or, right. or try to fight these guys. Right. My method was talking to them. Mm. I can calm you down mm-hmm. with my voice, mm-hmm. take you outside the club. Right. There's no music, there's no energy. 
Now it's just me and you. And people like to be heard. That's it. That's the consultant thing. And so that the we first thing, about. yeah, the first thing I'll say is like, "What's the problem, bro? Mm-hmm. Come talk to me outside." Want to be heard. And yeah. I calm him down. Mm-hmm. And so the owner of the club started to like that. He liked that very much mm-hmm. because opposed to just going to kick people's ass right. and kicking them without the club because you're yeah. losing business yeah, that way. No. You made. He saw me as like this family person mm-hmm. of the club that like the customers came to me and asked for me right. when they had a problem or asked for me when they you know wanted this or wanted that because i wouldn't just say get the fuck out bro but that's consulting at its best it is you know it, it you know is. that led me into consulting yes. but yes it's it's a, it's more about not just you know this person is a problem kick them out yeah what okay this person is a problem why are they a problem yeah. what makes them a problem hear them out go from there chop it down mm-hmm. and so from there i was able to talk with people i heard them out okay bro we'll check it you're a little drunk right now you can say no but you are drunk mm-hmm. i'm sober i can tell you this mm-hmm. in honesty mm-hmm. there's two things that i'm going to give you because we always have options when people tell yes. me i have no choice right. I, they push always me options. you have an option always options. so i said hey look these are your options either i can kick you out because i do have the power to do that right you're causing a ruckus inside mm-hmm. we don't need that for the business because other people aren't going to come back Exactly. Or you can chill out and go back inside. Yeah. What do you want to do? Yeah. So I say, hey, if you want to chill out and go back inside, just kick it with me out here for five minutes, ten minutes. Let's see. How That's my you grace act, period. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I want to. I want to suss them out first. Yes. I want to see if to. they're able to yeah. because I'm. I'm putting their tab on my name. On your name, exactly. And people respect me too much for me to like say, let this asshole back in. Right. So I give them that grace period. If they're calm, if they seem like they're reasonable, go back in, bro. Yeah. By all means, yeah. go back in. The first couple of times, the owner was like, "Why you didn't kick them out?" I'm like, "Hey, bro, people make mistakes. Mm-hmm. You got to realize that people make mistakes. But if you kick them out." and you show that to other people you lose business too Mm -hmm. you don't want to send that message you want to send a message of like this is a place where yeah you can act up a little bit we have a tolerance we have a limit but it's it's okay because you're human Mm -hmm. you know if you act up that second time i let you in you can't come in bro but and you risk being banned and i tell them that yeah and they're in nine times out of ten they're chill they're chill they go back inside they party no more problems with that person but here's the thing, and I just want to say really quick that I think that's an amazing tactic, but I also think it comes down to um, just, uh, this is going to sound really silly, but when it comes down to child rearing or to anything like that, people almost respond more to someone talking to them, mm-hmm. listening to them, and, and receiving them. And then in turn, they receive the message better. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's so important. I think you really mastered something when it comes to that. Because I genuinely feel like, you know, if, if, if you... Because everyone knows the worst thing to do is um, call a liar a liar. Call a drunk a drunk. Mm. You know? Don't, don't do that. It's going to elevate them more that's to it. whatever they're even more. No, talk to them. Listen to them. And it allows them to reassess within themselves. Because the truth is... You can tell someone all day and you can try and wreak havoc on them all day and do whatever all day. But if it doesn't resonate with themselves and if they don't make the conscious decision themselves, they will never be cured, so to speak. Absolutely. Or corrected, so to speak, in their in their habits and their activity. Mm-hmm. So I think it's so amazing what you just touched on, which is really like, hey, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to listen to you. And I'm going to give you options. Mm-hmm. And they make those conscious decisions and those options by themselves. And they fucking act right. And they can party more. That's and they're it. glad about it. And they can come back the next time. It's always you know? fun, you know? Yes, yes. That's it. Yes. And but that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Everyone needs a time, a, mm-hmm. a grace period. That's mm-hmm. it, right? So you just have to, like you said, assess what's wrong first. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we jump to the conclusion before we even know what the problem is. Right. Why are you giving me, like, the solution of kicking me out and you don't know the problem it wasn't right. me i didn't do anything right you know sometimes people are kicked out and they didn't do shit right so sure. for me it's like i need to assess this first mm. then i can go and think on what to do next right. and make an accurate decision right that way no one's an asshole no one made a bad call right no one was out of line 
it's, it's it's on me. And I think yeah. people need to take more accountability in their actions and right. say, you know what, I I fucked up. Mm-hmm. I dropped the ball. I fluked it. You know, because that makes you better. And you know, there's a, there's something my father told me when I was like seven years old, mm-hmm. and he was like he was like Goose, you know. But he's like, Goose, you know, <laughs> he's like, Goose, you know, you know why a crackhead can never get off crack? Mm. And of course, I'm seven at the time. I don't know if you know what crack is, <laughs> right. but I'm like, I'm like, OK, sure. Like, enlighten right. me. What is yeah, yeah, why not? And he's like, yeah. a crackhead would never get off crack because they will never admit that they're a crackhead. Yes. Until you have the the, the awareness to say, right. I have a problem. Mm-hmm. I am a crackhead and this substance does not do good for my anatomy. Yes. Once that person is conscious of that and aware of that, then now they have the power and the decision to change that. Yes. They always had it, but they just need to see that. Yes. And a lot of the times, a lot of people can overcome their shortcomings if they notice that they were shortcomings. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, they do things and they, they've done it so much that it becomes normal for them yeah. that they don't see that as a problem anymore. Yeah. And it, it doesn't have to be something like doing crack or, or drinking or even, right. you know, these negative things anything. that we see. It could have been, it could be playing a video game. It could be, right. you know, working too much. There's workaholics. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. things that we can dial back a little bit and yeah. say, okay, I do too much of this. Mm-hmm. I, I live on a principle of everything in moderation. Yes, kind of, You know, I, the Bible kind of taught me that. Um, mm-hmm. I believe in God. I'm mm-hmm. very, I, I'm not very religious. I'm not like a seven day Adventist or anything like that. <laughs> no shots. <laughs> but, you know, I believe in God. I believe that there's a higher power. Yeah, I believe I because do. like we... We have energy in us. We I can create static. How is that possible? Mm-hmm. I believe in a higher power, and yeah. I believe that you know um, there's more to us than meets the eye, and we got to tap into that. We got to yes. be more clear with each other Absolutely. because a lot of things that's going on today in today's society, I don't think that it needs to happen or should happen. Mm-hmm. We can live in unison. We can live in you know uh, a better place, and it all starts with us at the end of the day. Right? You know. If someone cuts me off, it's it's what I do next that makes them do what they do next. Mm-hmm. And I have the power. Mm-hmm. So whatever they do, they give me power. Mm-hmm. It's my option to say, fuck you, dude. I'm about to pull, pull yeah. over right now. You know, I want exactly. war. I chose violence today. Yeah. Or I can say, you know what? He might be in a rush. His mm-hmm. wife might be pregnant. His mom might be on. Mm-hmm. Got to go to dialysis or anything. Who knows? Yeah. It's your perception. It's how you look at the situation. And lately I've been trying. It is a practice. I'm not good at it. Mm-hmm. I try my best. Um, it's a practice to take a second mm-hmm. and to take a breath and to analyze and to go into whatever situation yes. with a clear head and not emotion. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the reason that people are incarcerated or in hospitals or even dead are all driven on emotion. This person stepped on my shoes. I want to pull out the yammy and toast them. Why? Why are you shooting somebody for stepping on your shoes? Yeah. Bro, that shoe was designed for style, but the mm-hmm. ultimate mm-hmm. design was to protect your feet. Yeah. It protect your little toes from getting crushed by this guy's Timberlands. Right. So Respect that. Yeah. Respect what the shoe did for you, not what he did to you. Mm-hmm. You know? And 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 so it's a, you you touched on so many topics like like back to back and i will say one thing that i completely agree on that i i've i've actually adopted the same notion and feeling like i want to you know not be so quick because the road rage is a real thing in atlanta so the road rage for me i was in a place where i was like angry and mad and then i was like no i i don't have to be that way mm. the same um approach that you adopted in the same way I was like I don't have to do this I am going to keep it light when I can and, and keep it um, 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 you know smiley I'm gonna give them the peace sign and they're over here flipping me off and doing whatever because I know like I'm over here just maneuvering traffic just like you my friend like I don't even know why you have that bad energy so I have been trying to adopt that just the same and I do think that it's a learning uh, curve, if you will, when it comes to that. Um, but I also think that sometimes it is just so hard to balance it. You know, it's hard to balance it because when we're learning it ourselves, and the next person is learning it themselves, and and we have 
we have the full view to know this is why we do not give in to this, right? The next person may not have that, right? They may they may feel in their heart that they shouldn't have that much road rage, but they may not have the conceptual uh, the the concepts to to wrap around to it and know the why and feel the why and all of those things. So I think it's a sliding scale of what we're all embracing, what we're all learning through life. And that's why I said a learning curve for sure. Um, and I think it's wonderful when, when, when we're trying to embrace better things and do better things. Because like I said, that is where I am to where I'm like, I am a, I am a, um, I, I'm a, um, I have a potential to have road rage for sure. <laughs> but I've made a choice recently mm-hmm. to be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to meet you with a smile as you flipping me off. Right. With a peace sign. And I'm going to hit the throttle on your ass. But, <laughs> but I'm going to hit you with a peace sign, a smile, and be like, baby, I did nothing wrong. Hey. I don't know what you want from me. That's it. But, and, and you know, it is, it's, it's, a, um, it's a mindset. And it's a place mm-hmm. to find ourselves in. But I think it's powerful because these little things that we might consider as little, we might label as little when it comes to rowage and all of these things, they all pull from our um, our our our, our uh, emotional bank and of energy, of positive energy, of of anything. So I think even something just as small as road rage, we do need to be conscious of it, mm. and we shouldn't really pour that much into it. And we should check that shit. We need to check all of our things that are pulling from us emotionally or anything that is potential negative energy, um, if if that is what you would call it. Which for me. I will call my uh, road rage negative energy. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, but yes, I'm right there with you. Definitely, so, yeah. definitely. Um, cheers to that. Yeah, cheers to oh, positive energy. Oh, let me get a clank real take, quick. Take your little wine glass. Right, boop. Take my little wine uh, bottle. Oh, boop. <laughs> get the eye contact right. Right, oh. eye contact all day. <laughs> Jay, I didn't, I didn't drop any tap, tequila with the tap this and time. No drops. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, straight tequila. That is my fourth shot. Yeah, you're doing really well. Um, a tequila is actually my drink of choice. Really? But uh, I do have to go into the office tomorrow, so... You're slowing it um, down with wine tonight? I slowed it down with a bit of Sauvignon Blanc tonight. Oh, oh. <laughs> We're whipping out names. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes. No, so, so, two so. questions I wanted to ask you. Okay, I, okay. Sorry, one, actually. Okay. Uh, the second one fluttered right. away from my mind. The first one. Right. How good is your Korean accent? Ooh, so I don't think I have a Korean accent as much as I have um, five Korean uh, words that I can say, and I was saving it for the end. Are you are you do the do them well? I do them well. Can you say beef? Okay, no, no, no. You can't. When I say Korean words, I meant the the proper. Yeah, the proper. I say Uh, (laughs) oh, that's a bit. It. So you did, you did, you did okay. The Korean's not my strong point. No, no, it's okay. That sounded really good. So it's Anyong Haseyo. Anyong. Anyong Haseyo. Anyong Haseyo. Yes, yes. And um, so uh, since we're already down this path, let's go for let's it. Let's go for it. Okay. Anyang <laughs> haseyo. Anyang haseyo. And you gotta linger at the end because that's the Korean way. Yes. Is to anyang so whiny. Haseyo. Sorry, that's a shot. <laughs> it's really whiny. My Ooh, God. So I, so can we segue real quick? <clears throat> My yes. friend in Vietnam, Turner. Mm. I love you, brother, but I gotta go for it. <laughs> Had a Korean girlfriend and. <gasps> Whiny, 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 whiny. Money, money, Hey, stop it, dude. Hey, hey, hey. You're not my daughter. You're my girlfriend, and I want you to act like that. Well, wait, this is interesting. So, did he speak Korean to her? He knows how to speak Korean. So, oh! so, 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 so. Oh, that's why you feel that way. Oh, so I don't think anyone told you. You know that. So, I worked at a Korean, Korean international school. But I'm telling you, and, uh, do you do realize that it's either arguery or whiny? To someone who is outside of it. Oh, it's those are... It's arguey or whiny. Oh. Like, it sounds arguey because they go in, right? Oh, so see. they could be talking about a banana in the grocery store. And they'd be like, And then and it'll be like, they're just literally saying, like, do you, want, like do you want this banana or not? Right? Really? <laughs> yes! So it's all, a, my Korean, like, all my Korean oh my friends gosh. or all the Korean students that I were te- was teaching there, they, they don't speak that loud. 
unless they're like playing. It's because that's the whole point. Unless they're playing, because they're in a school, they're in a school setting. So think about us in a school setting. We don't, we don't talk that loud hush and be like, "Hey, what the fuck you talking about?" Shout like, "What school did you go to?" (laughs) I gotta know what school did you go to because I was raised on the south side. Uh, I was raised on the south side of Atlanta. What? Yes. Yes, Monday's Mill. Oh, what? You went to the mill? Oh my god! Stop playing. I went to the Dale, yo, Riverdale. My best friend went there. She graduated there. Really? That's crazy. Yeah, wow. that you're, is crazy. You're a super. You're not super close, but you're close. Oh, we was neighboring. No, God we damn. even went to Lovejoy. Actually, I was the first. Oh, you went to class. Lovejoy? That was the first graduating class of Monday's Mill. Yeah, you're old. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was nah, a joke. It's That's okay. a joke. That's a joke. I'm okay with where I am <laughs> in my processes of life. I'm okay with it because I just knew when you say oh, you went to the mill, I was like. Mm. You Damn, you went to the mill. Yo. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I went to Riverdale. Yeah. That's crazy. No, that's exciting. Did you like it? Did you did it like it? Did you feel no, that? No, I fucking hated high school. So I you know that education it. is flawed in, in some counties. In all ways. And yeah, okay. And so I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a doctor, and this, I still don't put it on Congratulations on your PhD. I heard Thank from you. a little birdie of ours. Thank you. friends. Thank you so much. But yeah, I never put school on a pedestal. I appreciate it. Right. Don't get it twisted. I'll I say appreciate that. it. But I don't put it on a pedestal. It's not. Do you think school is necessary for everyone? No. Do you think school is necessary in general? No. So my can, mother, can... my mother, as you know, she, um, she's like Korean and she married my father. He met her while he was stationed in, in, in South Korea. Why, why didn't you say your father's ethnicity? Oh, he's, he's African-American. I'm yes. sorry. I thought that was assumed. <laughs> you know, it is for me. Someone in military. They can't see I know. This. They can't see this. Right. So, uh, um. Well, like, like, like. Because, so, because when I say I'm a military brat. Is he black brat, or is he African? He's black. Yeah, oh, okay. he's, yeah, so I was like African-American. So, right, so is he African or is he black? No, he's just black, he's just which black. Americans call African-American. So he's black. So he's black. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. We don't say that African-American shit. I do, That's so her politics. I do. Jesse yeah. Jackson started that shit. We, we're black. But we're people black impose people. that on me. You know, when I really? go into you're, an interview. You say you're African-American? Well, when I go into an interview, guess what I have to say? You're 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 multiracial, right? So I have to go find that box, and it's always at the bottom. Box. Other, and then I have to write, "Whoa!" And then I appreciate when a job <laughs> says more than two races. Mm-hmm. That's when I know they fucks with me. That's your box. That's my box. When they say more than two races, and they allow me to select both of my races, <laughs> then I'm like, you respect me as an individual. Yeah. When it's other, I'd be like, man, fuck this shit. I probably Yo, not gonna even get involved. Okay, so let me ask this: right. Why don't multiracial people just check the boxes that have their race? You're black and Asian, right? Why I don't you do. just say black and? I do, but most times, I don't know if you've ever tried this before. Okay. But most times. It doesn't let you check more than one. Really? Yeah. Oh, those are these uh, that the ones on the internet. And yes, okay. yes, the uh, ones on the internet. They do not let you check more than one. Nuts. Oh, I would always do that. I would fucking do that since I was the age of four. I would. I always would do that. I, I but it, just... it got to a point where um, I'm gonna be really honest with you. Until about three to five years ago, when I said that, I had it in mind how you tried to date me on the fact that you 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 felt like I was dated because I was the first graduating class of Monday's Meal. So I had to be very specific just now and say um, the reason why I don't check two boxes is because there was one point in time. Where there were new two boxes that you could check. I see. Yeah, I see. it comes full circle. You had me confused there for a second. I was like, first dated, of all, I, I right, never dated. tried to date you. <laughs> I just met you. And that's why I said a dated, like dated in that way. <laughs> as, as soon as it left my mouth, I was like, I get what you're saying. I get what I, I get what you're thinking, probably. But I yeah, was yeah. like, yo, they don't think I'm and thirsty, what, yeah, yo. No, don't say and that. And you know, what's crazy thing is that's what's cool, so crazy about like podcasts and things like that. And like verbiage, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why sometimes I hate America in the sense that it'd be like, there are too many cross thingies. Oh, definitely. And that it just be like, this is, this just doesn't make sense mm. to the next person. But back to uh, your, our, of our, of our five points that we have five running points right now that I'm sure we have. And it's fine because I love a good tangential thought. And I'm, I'm like the advocate for that. But, um, I do check the boxes when the boxes exist. When you can check them. When I can check them. Okay. And also, um, annyeonghaseyo is yes. hello yes. in Korean. Um, I got that far. And then. 감사합니다 is 감사합니다. thank you. Thank 감사합니다. you. Like, okay, so I got And everything you know, is always the... Um, the eh, Linger. At the end, right? Okay. 
Sarang heyo is I love you. Salam. Sarang. Sarang. Sarang heyo. Sarang heyo. Right. And and always, like you said, at the, at I'm the there. end. I'm there. I'm 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, I promised five. And to be honest, those are the three that I can think of at the moment. So I don't want to hold us up. No, no, no. 60%er. No, no, no. Wow. Okay. Don't push me because we will. Okay. So. I'm waiting for those two more. Mm-hmm. You you just said, you said five. You gave me three. That's okay, 60%. So, okay. We're going to do the five. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, wow. You're really trying me. So, um, Damn, well, we did the hello. Let me give you one. Thank you. Oh, I, I please really give me know. One. I okay, really only okay. know it because please. I worked in that school. You're right. And I had to, like, You're you know right. what I'm saying? So, I feel ashamed, but tell me. Beef. Like, there's oh, pork chicken and yes. beef. So, uh, beef is bogogi. Mm. I'm pretty sure you heard this, yes? Yeah, we do. Yeah, so I didn't even know that counted as a thing. I mean, I that, that was just a regular dish. It's a word. We'd be like, no, you're right. You're right. And I'm not trying to take that away from you, but yeah. We we be eating bulgogi. The only thing is, I'm a I'm a vegetarian pescatarian for the last ten years. Vegetarian, pescatarian. pescatarian. So you're checking two both. boxes on those two. Here's the thing. I only say both. This is sucks. Okay. This is gonna suck, but I say both because I am a vegetarian eighty five percent of the time. Okay. And I but I still do eat fish. So you're a pescatarian. I am a pescatarian. With vegetarian people, tendencies. Yeah, but most people don't know what the pescatarian part is. Oh, shit. Yeah, well, so that's why I have you saying. Hey, I have an, I'm in a habit. I knew you was going to know it, but I'd be in a habit to say it. That's why I was like, you're not going to like this. Why not? Why not? So, so for the people that don't know what a pescatarianism is, why don't you enlighten them opposed I to do. just saying. Oh, yeah, I do. I do tell them. Yeah. Like, look, bro, I, you know, I, I eat, but it's just fish. It's not like anything else. No, I always say pescatarian. Yeah. And they're like, what's and that? And then I say, so this is what I really say. I say, this is what I said to you. I said, I'm a pescatarian slash vegetarian. But the reason, the larger reason why I say that is because I truly, I'm going to put it, I'm going I'm to put it to you this way. I don't buy fish at home oftentimes. Okay. I eat fish when I'm out as a mm. treat. Bougie. So I do know it's cheap. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and I know a word that rhymes with cheap. Bougie. Wow. Come on. You can find know. good fish outside. No. You just here. also you only eat where well, everyone is not traveling in the Philippines where they can oh, find right. good cheap fish. I'm sorry so about yeah. That. Oh, 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 oh. Perhaps oh. Ah. we should circle back around to that cuz we are we're we're getting in a really good place but we're also all over the place. Call me slipping. So, so, so. So, yeah, I did and I am proud of it because Again, you're a stickler. One for one. So, <laughs> one good. for one. I'll Sorry. take that. All right. So, of all the things, I know we're doing. We're doing um, Korean language over here. We're doing. Um, um, I just uh, wanted to hear your accent. <laughs> oh yeah. I have one time for the one time. I don't have no. And no? one time for the one time. But yeah, I, I truly don't have one. Oh man. Yeah, I truly don't. You got that Mills accent. You got that no, side accent. I wanted to hear your accent as God well. Damn, you never, yo, you never what's show going me an actual accent. I only have an accent if I'm actually saying something Korean. This is my actual accent. Oh, this is, is me. I talk like yeah. this. Me too. I grew up on the south side, but don't get it twisted. I, I mean, I talk I like can this speak. as well. We, we, we are white. I can enunciate yeah. my words yeah. correctly. Of course, because that's. I mean. That's what you're already doing. I was so. going to say something, but you know I'm going to leave that to myself. <laughs> I think it would have been good, to be honest. To leave it to myself. Well, I hold out now. You know, I'm going to leave that we're, to myself. We're, we're bottles in. Not we're, yet. We're, we're podcasts in, so. We're a quarter of a bottle in. Quarter of a bottle. Oh. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> FYI, there's not another bottle coming. There's only one. All right. So, <laughs> um, back to what you were saying with your travels. I'm so sorry to... Um, the segue? Yeah, the segue. It's okay. Actually, I'm not sorry. I am um, acknowledging the segue that occurred. And here we are back to your travel and your amazing um, experiences. And the I think the last leg was the Filipino, um, the Philippines. They're black people. Uh, oh, yeah, they're black. And we both agreed with that, mm-hmm. that they are the blackest of the Asians. And I'm allowed to say that. I don't know if you're allowed to say right. it. But I'm I totally allowed to am say allowed it. to say that. I'm black. I'm allowed to say it because I'm Asian. So we're both allowed to say it. Boom. There we go. And Just because my descent is from South America, which also are black people. I'm still black as fuck. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Shout out Kenya, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that black that. man's doing his thing. 
right. You know what I'm talking about? No. You don't know what I'm talking about. I thought you were talking about you. That's fucked up, yo. You You said Kenya. And you just agreed with it. Like, you knew what I was talking about. Because I thought you were talking about Kenya. The country? Yes. Uh, That's a name, too. (laughs) That's what I was saying. (laughs) That's what I was like. In my defense, I actually was like, shout out to Kenya as well. Like, my ex is half Kenyan. I don't know what the fuck you know. Do you know? So, Kenya is the writer for uh, Blackish. Oh, I didn't know that. And black okay. as fuck. Black AF. Okay. So I say I'm black as fuck. Is, Shout out Kenya. Is, you get it? That You're is a good, yeah. It's a triple entendre. Oh, I'm there with you. Trust right. trust and believe. Bang. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's how I know you're not from the South Side. I'm from the South Side. Bet didn't sound like bet. Say bet again. Bet. No, it's like bet. Well, that's my bet. You, I know. You Your did. bet is crispy. And mine is just sautéed. Oh, I get it though. Okay, excuse, excuse me. <laughs> no, wait, continue, because we be getting off on tangents. Come on. All right. Um, so, 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 so Asia was nice. Uh, mm-hmm. Vietnam was nice. My experience was very great. I love mm-hmm. Vietnam, by the mm-hmm. way. Uh, shout out to all my homies in Vietnam. Shout mm-hmm. out to Nine Five G. That's a that's a, a, a affiliate um, a group that is just hip hop the fuck out. Like I, I, yeah. I, it's probably one of the groups that I really am close with that I really like to hear their music because they remind me like when my time there, they reminded me the most of the music here because right. they sounded the most like it. Okay. Um, there are other groups right. that are hip hop as fuck, mm-hmm. but Nine Five G does it for me because we sound the same. Mm, okay. And so I was able to like blend it. with them the most. Mm. Emulates, uh, yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Well, more so on, on them. Right, right, right. To um, you. Mm-hmm. Shout out Crow and Hyenas. They were a good group that kind of like forged who I was in Vietnam. Mm. If if it wasn't for Blacka and, and Cam and, mm. and Peebo and, and Tao and, you know, uh, ROC, these guys like really kind of gave me that platform. We did a cypher. Right. Um, in Vietnam. Oh, that's and exciting. It just kind of took me from here to Ooh. here. You know? And, and okay. that was really nice. The fact that they let me, the first time, I think second time meeting me mm. in their video on the cypher, I was there just kicking it. Yeah. I came to see a friend or somebody invited me there. Right. And, and, and Dew was like, yo, um, you want to be in a video? Mm. And I was like, what you mean? Like, just right, as like, right, an extra right, or whatever. Right, right, like, I was like, okay, sure. On. You know, whatever. Like, I'm with the shits all the time. Anytime I'm ready to go. Do it for the, 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 the shot. Mm. I want the shot. So he was like, yo, you want to be in a video? I was like, yeah, mm. why? You know, of course. Why not? Okay. And he was like, yeah, but we rapping. Like, you got to rap? I was like, oh, shit. Like, like you want to put me in, 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 right, in the video? We freestyling. Like, we freestyling okay. on this. Okay. Okay. okay, fine. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, um, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I do indeed. Mm-hmm. When are we shooting? He's that like, now we're shooting mm-hmm. like the same thing you were watching it. Because I came there, I was watching them shoot their mm-hmm. cypher. Like, they effect. already had their legs yeah. for the video and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm on a sideline just like kind of peeping the whole thing and whatnot. Right. But now I'm a part of it. So, mm-hmm. oh, shit, okay, okay. Let me just, let me just right, regurgitate right, some right, lyrics or like, let me come up with some shit, right? <laughs> So I'm like, okay, there's some there's some shit that I never I, I wrote, but I hadn't said it on front of the camera right, or right, out yet. Right. So I'm like, okay, this sounds suitable. Mm-hmm. This flows. Bet, let's go with this. And uh, I said that, and they loved it. And from there, I was like, I was like the black guy yeah. for rap in Vietnam for a good little bit. Token black guy. Not know? token. Not token. Nah. Not a token. There's three other. There's three other You said you was guys. like the black guy. That's the only I'm, reason why I said I, that. I was the black guy. Oh, but you were I wasn't the, the token. Guy. Oh, yeah. okay. So like, there's other. There's two more artists that's, that's mm-hmm. black. Um, mm-hmm. There's a guy on Facebook. Uh, his name is Fat Fuck. Fat spell F P H A T. Yes. Fuck. A fuck. Spelling. Cool. Uh, it's yeah, fuck. That's, it. that's how we know that you've been there. <laughs> yeah. Is P H U C. He's another artist. And mm-hmm. then, um, God, I can't regurgitate the homie's name right now, but mm-hmm. he's another black artist. And, yeah. and if we can, we could probably tag yeah, him. Yeah, we can tag him. Yeah, we can uh, tag him. But those are the only two black guys that I knew that was actually really kind of right. pursuing it yeah. um, there. But 
in the whole grand scheme of things, I don't mm. want to toot my own horn, mm-hmm. toot toot, but mm-hmm. your boy was the black guy there. Right. And so that took me to another level to the point where I was on a date with this girl. We had walked on the, the street, Winway, mm. 360. We started going back yes, around. Stay tuned for part two with Maguzi, Poulet, and the gang. Until next time.